going on, motivators? It's uh, Dr. Drill here. It's 1 p.m. on the 7th of March, 2019. Time is friggin' flying here. I had this morning off. I'm on a a week-long break. This is spring break. So, no Gwynedd Mercy University. And we have a virtual course for my acupuncture anatomy class. Anyway, so I had some time today to myself. For once, I wasn't running here, there, and everywhere. Got the kids off to school, cleaned up, shit, shower, and shave, vacuumed the friggin' house, got some paperwork done, took a nap, and I did 30 minutes of mindfulness training. Uh, those of you folks should know what that is. It's very helpful. It's a type of meditation. Mindfulness is uh, my perception of it, my, my feelings on it, or that it is a good way to offload some of that space on your hard drive that is being consumed by stuff, you know? Got to go here, got to do this, got to check that box. All the things that we do, all the steps that we take for our day... From the time we roll out of the rack in the morning to the time we lay back down in the evening. That is saved. That's saved on like a, imagine it's like a slate. We're writing all all this shit on there. We're writing all kinds of information on on our hard drive or on our, saving it to Evernote or something on our phone, right? All the important info. What's my username and password for this? Uh, Such and such wants to come in. Such and such wants to... Reschedule. I got a contact from the school. Got to get this paperwork in. So if you're like me, you got a lot of balls in the air. And you've got a lot of plays that you need to make throughout the day. You know, and and I was thinking yesterday about, uh, and I've spoken before about the standards that we set. And so I don't really feel competition from others. But I do put a lot of pressure on myself in order to come home with the win. And once you've set that precedent, once you've succeeded in something, once you've made that ascent, succeeded in climbing that mountain, you got to do it again and again and again. Or you feel that way anyway. Like you have to have that same level of um, performance. We could talk, here's an, here's an analogy. I had a, uh, a friend of mine come in yesterday, and she said, oh, you know, I was encouraging her to show up to my boot camp class, 5 a.m. So she hadn't been there in a few weeks, she'd been dealing with some health concerns, couldn't make it, needed to rest, I understand. Said, okay, I'm going to be there. So, not for the first time. She said that she was going to be there and did not show up. Apparently, she went to the gym and sat there and then left. She got scared and then left. And I'm thinking, holy shit, man. You know, this person knows who I am. They, they're they familiar with the environment of DDIP, Dr. Drill Instructor Program, and, and how supportive it can be. And she still found herself in the parking lot in the freezing cold at 5 a.m., and opted to put it in drive and leave. And I conclude that she's not frightened of me. 
oh yeah, maybe she doesn't want to let me down. I I believe I play a, a facilitative role in her life. That you know I'm a, like her accountability, and I want her to succeed. And maybe she doesn't want to let me or other people down. Maybe she doesn't want to let herself down. It's something. Something kind of paralyzed her in that moment and prompted her to leave the parking lot. I'm saying, holy shit, man. This is crazy. I I don't want you to feel that way. I want you to feel like if you can make it out of the rack and show up to DDIP at 5 a.m., that the idea is that you go in and I'm not going to let you fail. You know, it's not an environment where... Sure, you might not be able to do as many push-ups or, or run as fast or be as flexible or feel as confident and as good. But that's just a function of not doing it. When you step away from something, an environment that you're proficient at and practiced in, then you get a little rusty and you decide, okay, maybe I can't do this. And that's not a good place to be. It's not where we want to be. I don't want anybody to wind up there. And I don't want to be there. And so, when my hard drive gets full, I get to the point where I don't want to be there. I get to the point that the things that I've done for so long with and tasted a lot of success in, now I'm a little bit um, disconcerted with. Now I feel like it's... Like, I'm not on top of my game. Well, what I do is, I force myself to show up anyway. I force myself to show up on these early mornings and be Dr. Drill, quote-unquote. Whom a lot of people have put, have placed a lot of confidence in. You know, because of this role that I play and this person that I've tried to be. People do look to me as, you know, what would Drill do? Or... Maybe I should reach out to Drill. Maybe he can help. He's always funny. He's always laughing. He's always motivational. And that's on purpose. I mean, this is something, a skill set and an experience that I've, I've had myself and I've reproduced and I've, I've shared with others over the years. And it's wonderful. To me, it's like my gift to the world is being able to spontaneously energize yourself and force your will on an otherwise unpleasant day. When it's cold, when it's dark, when it's stressful, when you have a million things on your plate, persevere. You know, dig down deep. Grab that intestinal fortitude. But the truth is that I've had some struggles myself. Not with, you know, the, all my areas of responsibility, but within myself. Within my, within my mind, within my, um, my motivation, and this is something we all deal with every day. I'm talking to people every day. They've got their own troubles, whether it's a health concern or a job issue or a relationship thing. All of my, all of those check boxes are checked for me. Like I feel good. I feel like I do my best in all of those areas, and I frequently come home with positive results. Predictably, in fact. Regardless of how I feel, I can produce a positive result. But still, there are some days when you're just not feeling it. 
And so at 44 years of age, essentially at midlife, I've been doing a lot of reflection, a lot of soul searching, a lot of making a lot of efforts trying to identify what makes me tick and how I can produce the best possible results for myself and other people. But myself first. I need to start putting myself first. So I've been doing this mindfulness training. It essentially consists of a, um, a deep breathing regimen, a diaphragmatic belly breathing regimen, where you're going to acknowledge your breathing, which we can control voluntarily, the rate of it, the depth of it, and all that. And we can also, it's also controlled automatically. So our autonomic nervous system is, I mentioned this before, it's its controlling all this stuff right now. Just making sure our heart beats at a certain rate and our respiration, all of our bodies, cells and tissues and organs and systems are coordinated and working just fine. You know, based upon our circumstances and the activity of nerves and and hormones in our body, because they're going to be the conductor of the symphony that is our entire body, the neuroendocrine system. So, what used to come natural to me, what used to be effortless and so authentic, as things do, it, you know, fades a little bit. You become a little bit ground down. You become a little bit, I mean, if you think that I'm full throttle Mr. Motivation all day long, that I don't have another face or another life that, like a yin to my yang, then you're mistaken. And I think that's that's the same with all of us. Not to say that I'm not genuine, because I certainly am. But there's a role that I play, and it's my job, and it's my passion, and I've had problems separating those two over the years, and I think that that's been a big part of any success that I've tasted, is because I'm into it, man. And if I'm not, I make sure that I, I force being into it, my motivation, my enthusiasm for something. But... Uh, I found that mindfulness is one of the things that can be very helpful. This breathing regimen calms me down. It, it gets me to a place where, like I said, a place of balance. Where with all that outflow, with all that doctor drill, chasing people around, facilitating their motivation, that's a very high tone. And the other side of that is an extremely low tone. I need to exercise more of that. Not low tone, not in a depressed state. I feel like if I do too much, if I have too much um, excitement in my life, then the other side of that, I can just basically you know, sit on the couch and do nothing. That's not healthy either. So I'm trying to find a, a happy, healthy balance for myself in my work, in my personal life. Mindfulness is helpful. If you want to check out a YouTube channel called Meditation Vacation, it's pretty cool. They have these guided meditations. There's this dude, uh, Jason Stevenson. He sounds like he's an Aussie guy. And uh, he'll talk you right through. A lot of it has to do with sleep because people are trying to wind down. So this particular meditation I was just listening to is called Unwind Your Mind. 
and Jason Stevenson is the author, and he'll talk you right through the process of, you know, finding your breathing, doing a check of all your uh, regions check, basically, all of your anatomy, from your head to your toes. So we're going to acknowledge, is there any tension in our head, in our our eyelids fluttering uh, when we're trying to relax, or twitching, or are we in a, a particular facial posture, and can we relax that now, just by thinking about it? And how about our chest and shoulders, and our abdomen, and and our legs, and our feet, and our toes? So you do that, check, and then you... He talks you through breathing and gives you a little mantra, like when you breathe in, you say peace, you think to yourself peace, and when you exhale, release. And you acknowledge your breathing, your respiratory rate, your heart rate, and then you make a conscious effort to lower it, to chill out, to slow your respiratory rate and make it more efficient and become more relaxed. And I think that that is... It's a very valuable thing to try, to do. And one of the things in closing that he talks about, I think, is really cool and spoke to me was that he's, you know, he, at one point he says, imagine yourself sitting by a lake and it's, it's the morning and you've got a beautiful sunrise and it's orange and it's reflecting on the lake and there's these gentle waves that are lapping the shore and every time they lap ashore they extract a little bit of sand and drag it back in and those are the waves kind of lulling away your tension. And then he says, if you look in that lake, you see a reflection. And the reflection is you as a, a young person. In my case, a little boy. And that little boy is looking at me. And I see in him all the things that that young man, that little boy, my son's age perhaps, 11 or younger, my daughter, Myself as a little boy looking back at me and and just acknowledging that all the things, all the dreams and aspirations and all all the well wishes, all the hopes that I had as a little boy for my future, for being a successful adult and for raising my own family and having the type of experiences that nourish me. I thought that that was wonderful because I I imagined myself as that little boy in the mountains. And I can picture myself with my dog, Buck, which is like an English Mastiff, little fluffy puppy about the size of me when I was eight. And me and Buck were just laying there in the grass, me on my belly and him next to me, and we were best buds. And I think of all the adventures that we went on, particularly camping in the mountains of the Catskill Mountains in New York. I remember walking down a road and looking to my left and right and everywhere around me and seeing beautiful nature, trees abloom and creeks running in the late spring, running high, trickling and rushing by. And all the walks in the woods and down various paths and the creatures that I encountered and the fresh air and all that. That boy who would take these pilgrimages up there 
to the Catskills on a weekly or at least monthly basis and all summer. And the experiences that he had. And the boy would grow up and would become a man. And who has, who is me presently. That's who I am. And all of the experiences that I've had and all the successes that I've tasted and the good and the bad and everything, that boy is nodding his head in approval and thanking me for making the plays, for being there for him. For doing the right things. And he's patting me on the back and saying, Good job, Aaron. Keep going. Stay motivated. Look how far you've come. Thank you for, for making a man out of me. How tremendous is that? I mean, just the... It certainly spoke to me, the, the whole... Um, concept and uh, I'm thankful for this meditative experience I'm going to do a lot more of this sort of thing just breathing, I'm going to do it whenever I can breathing following my breath, acknowledging my body, my mind how I'm doing giving myself credit giving myself the permission to relax and to continue on my mission. And so, you know, I would, I would encourage you all, if you have any interest in mindfulness meditation, there's a, an app called Headspace, I think I might have mentioned. I haven't bought that yet. It's, uh, you know, they give you some free shit and then they harass you with emails. And, but it's probably a good thing because you need to do this consistently in order to appreciate a result. So uh, you can do that, get the Headspace app, or you can go type in Mindfulness Meditation on um, YouTube and find this guy Jason Stevenson or Meditation Vacation and give that a shot. And uh, you know, I think it's, it's beneficial. And I wish you all the best of luck doing some meditation of your own. I think we all need an opportunity to clear off some of the space on our friggin' hard drives or our phone or whatever when that device bogs down well we all have that happen to us and so we need immediate action steps to take in order to change that to relax to continue to be able to do the things that we love to do and need to do and so that's why I'm doing it Listen, everybody, have a great friggin' day. It's going to be like 50 degrees at least this weekend. And we're going to melt away this bullshit snow. <clears throat> and spring is coming. So get out there and do some mindfulness. <laughs>